are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Have you ever noticed that when you're in a bad, stressful situation, the harder you try to find an answer, the further away from you it gets? It's because you're in fear. It's like a balloon. You push it against the wall. The harder you push it, the harder it pushes back toward you until something pops. (laughs) And that's the way he's talking about here. Now, certainly Job made that statement. But now remember, Job couldn't read the first chapter of Job and find out who did it. But we can't. It was the devil that did it. Somebody said God allowed it. But God said he's in your hands. He did not turn him over to the devil. Job was already in the hands of the devil. He said he's already in your power. A little footnote there in my Bible says hands. He was already in his hands. Now the very indictment that Satan brought against God was that you've hedged him about on every side and you've kept him where I couldn't get to him. And that's exactly what God had done until Job tore the hedge down. In Ecclesiastes, it says, He that breaketh the hedge, a serpent shall bite him. Fear broke the hedge down and a serpent bit him. Satan got to him. Now, Job said, The thing I've greatly feared has come upon me in the third chapter, verse 25 and 26. The thing I was afraid of is coming to me. I was not in safety. See, Job said, I was not in safety. Neither had I rest, yet trouble came. But God had hedged him about, so he was operating in fear. Now, somebody said, you're being too hard on Job. I'm just trying to point out to you some things that'll help you and keep you from a situation where the devil will run over you and try to bring destruction to your house. Now, all of these things happened to Job in about nine months' time. You need to know that he didn't stay that way for very long. And in the 42nd chapter, it says that God gave Job twice what he ever had. Now, that's what God did for Job. He gave him twice what he ever had. The other things that happened to Job came from the devil because he opened the door to it. Job said in the 6th chapter, he said, teach me and I'll hold my tongue. See, 6th chapter's over. He's found out now my tongue had something to do with it. And he said, how forcible are right words. So it's important the words we speak. Well, now, let's get back to this. Let's read here. We're in Proverbs, the first chapter. Let's come on down to verse 28. Then shall they call upon me, and I will not answer. They will seek me early, and shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own devices. Now, there's many people that turn away the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God concerning the principles of the Word. And then when they get in tragic problems, they seek for an answer. But because they've denied the Word, they've denied the promises of God, then it doesn't work for them. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them. The prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Notice, prosperity destroys a fool. There's people that say, well... Prosperity destroys people, only fools. (laughs) But whoso hearkeneth to me shall dwell safely and be quiet from fear of evil. Whosoever hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. 
Now let's come into the second chapter because I think it's important. My son, if thou will receive my words, hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear to wisdom, apply thy heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and lifteth up thy voice for understanding. If thou seeketh for her as silver, searcheth for her as hid treasure, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Now see, Hosea said God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Here he tells you how to find the knowledge of God. You search for it. You seek for it as hid treasure. You'll find the knowledge of God. And I believe he's talking about specific knowledge. Knowledge concerning the situation, the problems you face. You'll find the specific knowledge of God to deal with that situation. For the Lord giveth wisdom, and out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of the saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity in every good path. When wisdom enteth into thy heart and knowledge is pleasant to thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee and understanding shall keep thee. So it's important that we find the knowledge and the wisdom of God. Now let's come over to the third chapter. Verse 1, My son, forget not my law, let thy heart keep my commandments. Let your heart keep the commandments of the law. For length of days and peace shall they add to thee. Now I want you to notice something about this second verse. Length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Three things. Length of days, long life, and peace. Now, you realize that length of days must be different from long life because it says length of days and long life. When you keep the commandments of God, you can get more done in one day than most people can. It's lengthen your day. You'll do things quicker. You'll do things more precise to where you get more done. And long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thy heart. So shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Now listen to him. You'll find favor in the sight of God and man. Now look at verse 3. Bind them about thy neck and write them upon the table of thine heart. How are you going to do that? How are you going to write the commandments on the table of your heart? David said, My tongue is as the pen of a ready writer. See, you speak it into your heart. That's the way you get the Word of God in your heart. Now let's talk about the tree of life. Tapping the tree of life. The tree of life or death. In Genesis chapter 2, let's look at that. There's something here that I think is important. Chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. The Bible says, The Lord God planted the garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man who had formed and out of the ground, made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to sight, good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Verse 17. God says, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thou shalt surely die. God told Adam what would happen if he did. He did everything he could under the covenant that he had with Adam to stop him from eating of the fruit when he said, don't do it. Now you realize that God has given Adam 
complete authority over the earth from chapter 1. Here you find it says, God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl there, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing, creepeth on the earth. And he told him, subdue it and have dominion over it. If it gets out of line, you put it back in line. So it wasn't God's responsibility. It was Adam's responsibility. Now, in this garden that God planted and put Adam in, there was a tree of life in it. If Adam had have eaten of that tree of life, he would have lived forever. Now, you know the story that Adam committed high treason, turned his authority over to the devil, and allowed the enemy to become Lord over him. Now, notice over in chapter 3, verse 22, The Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. Now lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and live forever. Now, let's stop there a minute. God said, after he has done this, lest he eat of the tree of life and live forever. In other words, there was a possibility that he could have eaten of the tree after he ate of the tree of blessing and calamity. And that would have been tragic because he would have lived forever. He would have been an immortal sinner. He brought the curse when he ate of the fruit. He disobeyed God. He would have had sickness and disease and also eternal life. He would have had eternal sickness and disease. It would have been on him forever. But God put him out of the garden. So he drove him out of the garden and he placed angels with flaming swords to keep him from it. Now see, this was not God's idea. Death was not God's idea. It came because of man being deceived by the devil. There was no death until Satan showed up in the garden. There will be none when he leaves, when he's done away with. Now, that tells us where it came from. Disobedience brought it. Satan had his eye on this tree of life. This is the thing I want you to see. Satan had his eye on the tree of life. He couldn't tap into that himself because he had no physical body. Because Satan was a spirit being, but he did not have a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. He couldn't tap the tree of life unless he could get Adam to eat of it first. That's the only way he could get into it, is through Adam. He could perpetrate his wickedness through man. If man ate of the tree of life and lived forever, he would have been an immortal sinner. Therefore, Satan himself would have tapped the tree of life. And that's why God put Adam out of the garden, to keep him from tapping that tree of life and Satan tapping into it. That tree of life was for man. It was not for Satan. Now, what we realize, as you read in Revelation 22 and 2, you find that there is a tree of life in heaven on either side of the river of life. Now, it's important that we understand this because it is God's will for us to tap the tree of life. God wants us to tap the tree of life. But He's not going to let Satan tap into it. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer all this week is offer number 7856, calling things that are not as though they were. What does it mean to call things that are not? You call for what is not manifest. We're talking about calling for the promise of God that's not manifest in your life. Now, this is a 60-minute DVD video 
for $20 plus $4 posted to handling, total of $24. In this video, we give you scriptural evidence of how to get the promises of God manifest in your life and what the Bible says about it. You remember the Apostle Paul in Romans 10 says, the righteousness which is a faith, he says the word is nigh you in thy mouth and in thy heart. In other words, you get it in your mouth, then it gets in your heart. What you talk about gets on the inside of you. Now, when I was going to school, we'd stand up in the third grade. I remember we'd stand up half the class on one side of the room, half on the other side of the room, and we'd quote the multiplication tables back and forth to one another until we knew them by heart. They knew then that what you speak with your mouth eventually gets in you and becomes a part of you. And you know, the law of mathematics works. Four times four is 16 every day of the week. What we're talking about here is applying the principle of God and call for what you don't have, what God has given. Second Peter chapter 1 says, God has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Well, how's he given it to us? Through the exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Well, that's offer number 7856 for a total of $24. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated. God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.